Good day. It's so great to be back um, at the Sacred Space Vault podcast. So welcome, welcome. I know that when I started when I started this podcast, I really wanted to talk more about meditation. Um, that's how I really started doing this work. Um, I really, I, I really enjoyed doing guided breathing meditation. But through time, of course, you get to understand that there are other modalities out there that you can do in order to center yourself, in order to ground yourself and get ready for the day. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about devotional practices. So when we hear the word devotion, I think religion comes to mind right away. And um, that was also how I perceived a devotional practice to be. Probably it could be like a form of a religion even, but um, I don't want to go that path because I know a devotional practice could just be anything that we love to do. But here today, I just want to talk more about that and try to expound on some devotional practices that I do and even really confront what devotional practice really is, at least to me now. And for those who had been um, doing their own respective devotional practices, I would also like to hear about your process of how you how you came about realizing that you love your current devotional practice. So let's look at the words devotion and practice. So if we look at the word devotion, um, and you can Google this, devotion is really just love, loyalty, or enthusiasm for a person or activity. And I can liken this to, to how moms behave around their kids and how moms look at kids um there's this devotion that's happening there when the mom showers the kids with love that itself is a devotion so devotion is love or loyalty or enthusiasm for a person or activity if you look at the word practice on the other hand i think this is self-explanatory practice is definitely just putting theories to actual work so say for example um a practice could be perhaps you've read somewhere that doing a gratitude statement every single day changes someone's mood or improves someone's well-being that actually worked because i did that too in the past and i'm still am doing it from time to time so doing it on a regular basis makes a practice a practice there so devotional practice then is simply doing something that you love with intention and connection. So I added the two elements of intention and connection because this is by far just my experience. Some might might define devotional practice differently, and that's also okay. Um, with my experience, however, I found more um, more meaning or more wholeness to devotional practice when I added intention and connection to it. So let's look at the two words, intention and connection. So if you look at the word intention, intention is mainly being purposeful. You're aiming towards something specific. You have a clear end result. So being intentional means you choosing it 
and it didn't happen by any form of luck or happenstance. So luck to me even is a word that I no longer subscribe to because I know that everything happens for a reason. I don't know if you believe and you're subscribed to that line, but to me, the world does not operate through luck or happenstance. It operates through intention and the people we meet along the way happens because for, for reason. And um, that's even another topic, but we can probably talk more about that soon. So if you look at intention, it's being purpose, purposeful, sorry for that, and you're aiming towards something specific. There is a clear intent. You were not just coasting around. You know that you're here to do a devotional practice and it's intentionally done. You're fully present to do it. The word connection. The word connection um you'll probably have heard me use this word a couple of times because it's my favorite word resonate so what does it mean when something resonates? it mainly means or it basically means does it speak to you the activity speaks to you and you see and feel yourself doing it it sparks joy to it every time you do it and you feel honestly whole when you do it and it actually even nourish you, nourishes you inside. And that's what resonate is to me. So if you look at the word intention and connection or resonate, add that up to devotional practice and you get a wonderful idea of what a devotional practice is, I guess. So anything that we do with love clear intention and inner connection becomes a devotional practice so i just want to say that again anything that we do with love clear intention and inner connection becomes a devotional practice i'll say that third time anything that we do with love clear intention an inner connection becomes a devotional practice. So after defining what devotional practice is, allow me to share to you three devotional practices that I really love to do every single day. And the reason why it's so easy to do it every single day is because it doesn't take so much of my time and it's also definitely no brainer to do too. So first is slow mornings. Ah, don't we just love slow mornings? So slow mornings, just allow your body to slowly titrate to full awareness. Now, remember that your mind is extremely fresh at this point. You just woke up, so allow yourself some decent amount of time to adjust. And that's the goal of starting the morning slow. So when you open your eyes, don't reach for your phone nor jump out of your bed right away. Just really start slow. So you can open your eyes slowly, scan your room. What do you see? Appreciate the things around you. It's one bright new day. It's another day to live fully and to be a better version of yourself. So that's really something exciting, right? So just scan your room and breathe and really remain curious. What do you see? What are you seeing? 
Second, what do you smell? Do you smell freshly cut grass? Can you smell your perfume? Or if you're into essential oils, can you smell lemon? Or is it lavender? Again, remain curious. Third, feel the temperature of your room. Is it warm or is it cold today? Or do you want to bury yourself under the sheets for a few minutes? That's something that I wish I can do and really stretch on to an hour. But I know that we don't have that much luxury. So again, just remain curious and just feel the temperature of your room. Fourth, feel the texture of your duvet, bed cover, pillow, or blanket. Just gently awaken your sense of touch. And again, remain curious. Just run your fingers through the duvet, through your blanket, and just remain curious there and ask yourself, is it silk that I'm feeling? Is it cotton that I'm feeling? You know, that's a good way to start your day. Just really feeling your bed slowly. And lastly, just stay in bed for a couple of minutes say seven minutes in total just appreciate the space you're in or even the person you are with it could be your kid or your partner in life beside you you can just like study their face study their body perhaps and um, just observe them and again just remain curious so just really stay in bed as you slowly adjust yourself to full awareness So that's my favorite, my first slow mornings. And my second favorite is doing the gratitude statement or writing a gratitude statement and filling my gratitude jar. So I have this clear cookie jar in my office that contains folded pink post-its. So my office at home is just two rooms away from the master's bedroom. So after um, I've done my slow, really slow morning, really slow start of the day, jump out of the bed, and then I proceed directly to the office. We call it a butyl. Um, It's pure in French. So all I do is that every day I ask myself the same question. What am I grateful for today? And I simply write my answer on the post-it, the pink post-it specifically, because pink makes me happy. Now, it doesn't have to be a lengthy answer. It could just be one-liner or some few words, perhaps. Then after that, I drop it in the clear cookie jar, and you can just see the pink post-its grow as weeks go by and um, you realize that yeah every day i'm grateful for something and every day is a fantastic day to be grateful for something and the cookie jar is a reminder that every day is a growing chance of just being grateful for everything and anything that's given So that's my second favorite. Now, my third favorite is doing my affirmation statement. So after um, writing my gratitude statement, 
I go directly to the bathroom. And in the bathroom is a wide um, mirror that I can fully see myself. So I wash my face. And then after that, I look at myself in the mirror and tell myself out loud, with all conviction and love, this wonderful words. I am enough. I choose to speak my truth. I will say no when I have to say no and say yes when I have to say yes. Of course, these affirmation statements change over time, right? And it really depends on how you're feeling that day. So there are days that I feel that I'm a bit lethargic and I tell myself, and I probably could create another affirmation statement. So every time I need to pull myself a little because I feel a little lethargic, I choose to say, I am a ball of energy. I have phenomenal positive goodness in each and every cell of my body. So again, I say that with conviction and with love and I say it out loud. I just don't look at myself in the mirror and just let my mind process it. No, I say it out loud. And sometimes, you know, when sometimes when the door is left ajar, the kids would pass by um, the bathroom and they can hear me say things and they would just look at me weirdly and then they realize that, okay, you've been talking to yourself again and, and I just smile. And eventually they'll realize that, okay, it's one of the juju things I do in the morning. So yeah, affirmation statements. An affirmation statement sets the tone of your day. So say it out loud with love and conviction. Again, I repeat, I am enough. I choose to speak my truth and I will say no when I have to say no and say yes when I have to say yes. of the sacred space of all and thank you for welcoming me to your space speak your truth always and shine your light always until next time